2: Well, hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain, welcome home to where it is nice and cozy and comfy and conservative always, 24-7. I've got to tell you, ladies and gentlemen, the Wendy Bell Radio Program is ready to rock and roll today. I'm going to tell you why, because they want to play games in Congress. They think we're we're not aware of the games. They think we think it's amusing that they act like children, but in fact, we do not. And we're going to talk about this today. You're gonna hear all these headlines and you're gonna read about it. Republicans embarrassed again. They can't get the votes. They're so disorganized. I see something very different. I see something very positive. And we're going to talk about that on this program today. Hey, if you're new to us, remember, download the Wendy Bell Radio podcast. We are now two million downloads, strong and growing, easy to do wherever you get your favorite listening material. Just plug in Wendy Bell Radio, like, share, follow, five-star review, whatever you do. Just make sure you come on back, maybe bring a friend. And thank you for being part of our family. Welcome home. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. So the give and go yesterday, a couple house votes, both failures if you look at them strictly from a GOP win-loss ratio. But there's more to the story. So House Republicans want to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas and impeach him. They will, I believe. And you can say this seems like an exercise in futility. What's this really going to do? We can presume, barring unprecedented election fraud or some kind of a scam where Democrats refuse to abdicate, refuse to vacate the office. And move along as they said Donald Trump, of course, was going to do. They know what is coming. There's going to be a change in leadership. God willing, a change in leadership. So you might say to yourself, all of these theatrics, what is going on? It is very purposeful. And you're going to hear some purposeful, meaningful sound coming up in this show. We're going to hear from Matt Gates. Who, much like Donald Trump, always seems to have a very positive perspective, I think, and takes it in stride and also projects what is coming. But I wanted to drop a few numbers on you as House Democrats voted in block, as they always do, to deny Republicans the victory to impeach someone who is a dark, dark individual. Alejandro Mayorkas does not seem to be terribly worried about something that, as a mom, concerns me greatly. And it is the 460,000 children in America who go missing every year. Missing. As the head of the Department of Our Homeland of our security. Alejandro Mayorkas is not just responsible for the turnstiles at the southern border. He's also responsible for the trafficking of human beings who are picked up along the way on their journey, who have been told by our president and his administration that we are open for business and that they should come. And that when they get here, they will receive great things. And so they take a life-changing journey. Many never make it. Those who do, particularly those who are children, who travel alone, are the easy prey. And we knew months ago that nearly 100,000 unaccompanied children at our southern border were unaccounted for. This administration had no idea where they went. Remember, this is the administration that demands vaccination. They pretend that they care about your children. Oh, it's gender affirming care. We are told to put on bike helmets and elbow pads to block our electrical outlets to make sure our babies are laid to sleep on their backs, not their bellies. All of these things, to protect our greatest resource, our future. And yet every single year, in addition to now, an inflow of children this administration can't be trifled with, doesn't care about. We have nearly a half of a million children in this country who go missing every single year. And did you know that according to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, 2,000 kids, disappear from Disney theme parks every year? Now, why isn't this front page news? All of these people who claim to care so much, they're here to keep us safe and secure, lose more than a half a million children every single year. Where do they go? What happens to them? Why aren't we debating issues such as these? On our House floor. Because there is something far darker and more disgusting going on than the theatrics of Congress. And I believe it puts the United States in the epicenter of a human smuggling catastrophe, the likes of which any normal person, such as yourself, myself, would be revolted by. So my message to House Democrats who enjoyed wheeling in in a wheelchair in his surgical clothes, his hospital gown, Representative Al Green, so he could vote against the impeachment of Alejandro Mayorkas and to the young Republican Blake Moore, who at the last moment changed his vote from a yay to a nay so that the Republicans could live to fight another day and send a message to the people who don't care about what we care about. We need you to vote every single day. We want to see where your priorities are. Because Democrats are hook, line, and sinker with an elite global machine that is bad news for all of us. But the missing children, the drugs, the gang members, the violence, the crime, the certain attack on our country from within, which is not, it's not a matter of, of if, it's, it's when. This is on the hands of a United States Congress that thinks this is games, gamesmanship. So when everybody out there today, pants on fire, tries to tell you, oh my, those Republicans are so woeful, they can't get their act together. I encourage you, look beyond the headlines. There was also a standalone Israel aid package to shy of $18 billion. It was voted down. It needed staunch GOP support. There were 14 House Republicans who voted no, And when you hear the names, you'll probably imagine there was a really good reason why they said no. Why are we sending billions of dollars regardless of the recipient? Why are we adding on to our deficit? Why don't we cut the cost of programs here at home and divert that money instead? That is the idea. We are not an open checkbook. Our piggy banks are not always open for business. But we have elected representatives who think the well will never tap out. It will never run dry. So I believe these votes, they are not failures. You are seeing an awakening of the American people a pressure campaign to their elected representatives. And when you can get 215 Republicans to all vote the same way with three holdouts who decide to go in a different direction, that, my friends, is what I call winning. And I guarantee you, the left is terrified to see this alignment on the other side of the aisle. We're going to talk about the votes. We're going to talk about the people. We're going to talk about the implications and the reality. As I remind you again, 460,000 missing children every year. No wonder they don't care about the kids in Lahaina. Quick time out. Back right after this on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. So here's your headline, DailyMail.com. Republicans failed to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas over border crisis. Chaotic GOP deals Speaker Mike Johnson an embarrassing blow during an attempt to rebuke Biden's top official for high crimes and misdemeanors. Gotta say, Daily Mail, that was a swing and a miss. Because I don't think this failure to do anything was a failure at all. I think in the last year, we have seen a remarkable coalescing of the GOP. And see, I believe that the Democrats who are so hook, line, and sinker on the same page. They are clone troopers. They are activated. Everybody looks the same. Everybody does the same. They don't, but you can imagine in your mind, if you were in Star Wars looking at the clone troopers, one is is indistinguishable from the next, right? They do what they are supposed to do. But you're seeing something. The GOP is coming together. That is huge. What was at stake with this Alejandro Mayorkas thing? It's going to come back. So when um, when this Blake Moore, he is the congressman from Utah. When he voted against the impeachment, he was the fourth Republican to say no. He became he joined the losing side of this vote. And there are stipulations, House rules, that only the losers of certain measures, particularly this impeachment idea, uh, only the people on the losing side of it can basically say, hey, we want to try it again. We're going to come back. We're going to do this again. And I believe that's exactly what's going to happen. So Mayorkas is not out of the woods yet. Going back to my comments about where our priorities are, as you get a front row seat to the theatrics and the gamesmanship of politics, you see how, how removed these men and women on Capitol Hill are from the rest of us, from the real struggles that take place inside our homes. Because there is human collateral to the ego and the depravity and the beltway issues of bribery and all of that, there is an impact on you and on me. And Clay Higgins, the representative from Louisiana, if I'm not mistaken, he says it beautifully right before the vote yesterday to impeach Mayorkas, which again failed. Clay Higgins stood up and he said something very succinct that underscores why The why the Republicans want to impeach Mayorkas and that the Democrats are all in unison against it in many ways makes me sick. Listen.
1: 300,000 Americans dead from cartel drugs. 100,000 teenage girls and boys missing lost by the Majorca system into the unspeakable horror of sex slavery networks across the filthiest corners of criminal organizations in our cities. American sovereignty disintegrated, American soil lost to cartel human and drug trafficking bases, millions of single military-age men from over a hundred countries, unvetted, released into our country, creeping into every corner of American society, every city, every town. Our schools overrun by illegals granted free access to American education infrastructure in hundreds of reports with no room left for our own children. Hundreds of thousands of violent criminals released into our nation despite federal law stating that DHS shall detain known criminals who enter America illegally. A thousand or more known or suspected terrorists allowed to pass freely into the heart of our nation, into my state, into yours. This is the legacy of Alejandro Mayorkas, and by our oath we must impeach this man who has presented an arrogant, defiant tone of denial and lies to Congress for three years, seemingly content or even proud to destroy America day by day. So it is that on this day, it shall be written in the historical record of the People's House that Secretary of Department of Homeland Security Alejandro Mayorkas has been impeached. So shall it be written. So shall it be done.
2: And I believe it will be done. Didn't get done yesterday. But that is what exactly, that is why House Republicans want to impeach Alejandro Mayorkas. Yesterday, Corrine Jean-Pierre said in a press briefing, she was asked a very pointed question. All of a sudden, now that Americans are paying attention to the border, all of a sudden, you guys are admitting it's a crisis. Tell us, Corrine... Do you believe Alejandro Mayorkas perjured himself when he said on the stand under oath that the border was secure? What do you say about that now? Listen to the disingenuous verbal spaghetti nonsense that is insulting to every American who sees exactly what is going on. Go.
1: So with the president saying today that the border is not secure and Secretary Mayorkas saying under oath to Congress that it is.
2: Here's what I will say. Secretary Mayorkas has done everything um, that he can do uh, and to, to deal with what's going on at the border and to deal with the broken immigration to the point where he was part of this negotiation process that we saw the Senate, the Senate go through. The president has confidence in the secretary, and I think that's what matters. Mm. Well, we don't have confidence in the president. So the president's confidence in the secretary means less than zero to us, Corrine. The people who want Alejandro Mayorkas to stay don't care about the drugs. They don't care about the deaths. They don't care about the gang members, the terrorists on the watch list. They don't care about the children who go missing, the children who come here from other countries and get enslaved they don't care about all of those things do know of course that that means and i underscore they don't care about us so as they play games we talk about the reality the consequences All right. When we come back on the Wendy Bell radio program, my friends, it is true. Republicans do all seems always get outplayed, outgunned, outsmarted by the Democrats. But Matt Gaetz, congressman from Florida, has a different vantage point. I think you're going to appreciate it. We got it for you next. So Democrats and Republicans have different reasons for voting the way they do. And sometimes they team up to take down somebody or a bad idea. Sometimes they have these last minute deals. I mean, for instance, when they wheeled in Al Green, who had recently had abdominal surgery, uh, the representative, where is he from? Kentucky, I forget. And they wheel him in. He's been he's wearing hospital clothes. I mean, the optics are priceless and that's what they're looking for. You know, Republicans do the same thing. Do you guys hear about uh, Representative Hal Rogers? He's the guy from Kentucky. Al Green, I think, is from, what, New York? And they they asked this guy to come in. He's He's been in a car accident. And he comes in, he's able to walk into the house on his own, but he's got a full back and neck brace. Okay, I mean, literally, they would call back from the dead people they could on a Ouija board se- a seance if they could, right, and get the votes that they want very kind of interested in this vote against the standalone israel funding and i understand the rationale of the 14 house republicans who voted this down this was mike johnson's hey rather than lumping all sorts of cash to all these other countries if we agree as a chamber that we need to help our allies in israel in some capacity let's Let's talk about that. Let's do one standalone thing. This is what we want to do. We're going to write out our goals in five pages. You get 72 hours to look at it. Up or down vote, yes or no. So why is it then that the $17 billion in Israel aid that Mike Johnson had proposed flopped? Well, here are the 14 no votes. These are not fringe, wacky people. These are not rhinos in my mind. Aaron Bean of Florida, Andy Biggs, Arizona, Lauren Boebert, Colorado, Andrew Clyde of Georgia, Eli Crane, staunch conservative. He's from Arizona. Warren Davidson of Ohio, Matt Gates of Florida, Bob Good of Virginia, Paul Gosar, Arizona, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Georgia, Thomas Massey, Kentucky, Corey Mills, Florida, Ralph Norman of South Carolina, and Chip Roy from Texas. Now, those voices, those names, you recognize a lot of those names. Some of them don't make headlines. So why did they say no to helping Israel? Because we're tired of draining the Americans' pocketbooks and giving our money to other freaking people. And you can wrap it in a bow and you can say, oh, but they've been bombed. Oh, all these things happened. And you're right. It's tragic. But why are we so fast to help other people when we shaft Maui? Why are we sending money anywhere before we take care of East Palestine, Ohio? Knock it off. And if you want to spend money, dip into the IRS. Look at the CDC's multi-billion dollar funding. Why don't we go snoop around at all the freaking grant money that Dr. Fauci has always had control over. Why don't we dip into any of those things? Why don't we look at our budgets? Why don't we see who's spending what? Why don't we go to Chicago and inquire why it's okay for the public school system there to lose 23 million dollars in equipment for children, tablets and other computer technology ostensibly to help them learn during the pandemic. 77,000 devices, you're that incompetent that you lost $23 million worth of technology while zero students in 53 schools can do math at grade level? Enough is enough. No. No. That's the answer. And so I was deeply gratified to, to watch Matt Gates last night. Congressman from Florida was on Newsmax with Eric Bowling on the balance. The things that Matt Gaetz says about this impeachment vote for Mayorkas, you need to hear because it is very succinct. He is a smart orator. He seems very calm and he always seems to know what's coming before it does. So in audio soundbite number one, here's Matt Gates, and he's talking about my orcas. This isn't some goofball. This isn't some boob who just rolled in. He doesn't know what he's doing, and it's because of gross negligence or incompetence that the border is open. It's purposeful, and this man seems to be the axis of evil. Listen.
0: Mayorkas is not an incompetent person. He's not the Mr. Magoo of the border. It's more like he's the evil genius who's facilitated a system with a requisite amount of pull factors in the United States with housing, transportation, cell phone, child care for all of these illegals, and they've come by the millions. I think what really swayed me was that of the 8 million people we've encountered and released into the country, the Department of Homeland Security's own Inspector General fessed up that we don't know who and where six million of them are think
2: about that what these are the people who make you get go in that machine when you're getting on a plane and and take your shoes off and raise your hands above your head as though you're about to be patted down by the cops right they make you go through every single hoop known to man to do anything, and yet they open the door to people who are unvaccinated. Oh, remember that? Who are bringing God knows what with them and who are going God knows where. And so when all this jazz goes sideways, good job. Matt Gates. in the second audio soundbite sticks his thumb in the eye of New York Republicans whose pants were on fire to get rid of George Santos they could not handle because of their egos, could not handle a guy who had lied his way overtly into Congress, who votes conservatively, by the way, but who lied. They couldn't handle that, and so they got rid of him. How do you like that now? Because we could have used that vote yesterday.
0: Listen. As I'm watching that board and it's 2:15 to 2:15, I have never missed George Santos more. Like, in what irony that the <laughs> New York Republicans who drove Santos out of Congress, who are watching the children in their state being driven out of schools so that those schools can become migrant housing centers, that now we don't get to execute on an impeachment trial of Mayorkas because they threw George Santos out. I also wondered, like, wouldn't it have been nice to still have Kevin McCarthy? in the House of Representatives. Never thought you'd hear me say that. But Kevin McCarthy, after being dislodged as speaker, took his marbles and went home. He would have been a reliable vote for impeachment. But if he wasn't speaker, he wasn't willing to stick around. And I think that the the errant expulsion of Santos and the abject selfishness of Kevin McCarthy contributed to this result as much as the three Republican members who who voted no.
2: It's a great it's a great point. Isn't this why Rush Limbaugh called politicians like politics Hollywood for the ugly? I mean, honestly, that's what he said. This is like they think they are superstars. They think that they should have their hands and their and their faces on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. These people look for the 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 moments in the spotlight. They want to grab everybody's attention. McCarthy, you know, ego bruised with his tail between his legs. This is the best we have. Of course, and he calls it out beautifully. And then he says this, this process, as frustrating as it is to go to the floor, to do the votes, to watch and see what everybody does. It is so vital because America is awake and paying attention. The border consequences are tragic and they're coming to a zip code near you. Listen to what he says.
0: We should have impeached this guy in the first several weeks. We should have had that type of intense focus on it. And maybe we never would have gotten the votes. But I will credit Mike Johnson to this. We had the vote because the old way of doing things is if you don't have the votes, you just cancel it. You wring your hands. You avoid the embarrassment. But look, the American people need to see who is voting to keep this guy in his job and who would like to remove him. And then in our republic, the voters ultimately get to determine whether or not to keep those representatives uh, as, as their leaders. And right now, I think that you know, orcas owns this failure. Biden owns this failure. They could secure the border at any time, but we demoralize our own voters when we gaslight this prospect of accountability, and then and then we fail to deliver on it because of poor choices that are self-inflicted. Again, mm-hmm. it, you can't blame Democrats for the ca- fact that Kevin McCarthy resigned, or that or that you know George Santos faced expulsion at the hands of Republicans. Right? Those are things that we did, and the consequence is this country that's been turned over to the the illegals that viewers are watching in our in our split screen.
2: Amen. So as this is going on, as as Eric Bowling is interviewing Matt Gates, soon it would come out that the Senate, thanks to the Republican leadership, put you know f- put a final nail in the coffin of this terrible 118 billion dollar bill to quote unquote secure the border, which is really 90 billion of foreign aid and and really an open door of continuing illegal immigration into the United States. Finally, they killed it. All the months of hard work. You guys are awful at what you do. Mad Gate says pay attention folks cuz even though that's going to that's going to sink and it did now, there's a defense bill coming and they're going to stuff all the same measures in that. Listen.
0: Here's what Mitch is going to try next, OK? They're going to put together this national defense supplemental, which will be a bunch of Ukraine money, a bunch of Israel money, Taiwan, refill our stockpiles. But none of it will be paid for. It will be deficit spending. I think if people want to achieve those goals, let's go find the offsets. Let's go cut the money from the U.N. Let's take it out of the IRS. How about take it out of the Green New Deal tax credits? We should not be the party of deficit spending. That is inflationary. That's driving up interest rates. And we Great can find offsets.
2: That's exactly right. And so why again did 14 House Republicans join with the Democrats to reject that 17.6 billion dollar bill to give more money to Ukraine or to Israel because it's not fiscally freaking responsible. Listen
0: itemized review of the federal budget. We've got to get rid of these continuing resolutions. If every agency has to stand before us and be subject to amendments to cut their funding, then I think we can make to the case to the American people. But it's a broken system now on purpose so that they can keep spending your future away. You know, I live in a city.
2: that has duplicitous city and county offices. You've got two separate entities that overlap, but they all have the same jobs, Do you mean to tell me that our federal government isn't the same way? Can we not streamline things? This is what Americans do. If one of you in your family loses a job, all of a sudden the family income gets slashed. How do you make it meet? How do you make ends meet? Well, we're not going to get cable anymore. Well, we're going to cancel this subscription. Well, we're not going to be able to go out to eat. Well, we're going to have to put the next vacation on hold. We're going to have to pay the minimum, do what we've got to do to survive. Until we can get more income into the family. That's that's not how Congress works. That's not how the federal government works. Why the hell not? Why is nobody there ever saying, you know what? I I don't need 27 staffers for me to do my job. I could probably do it with three. Why not start in D.C. before dipping into the pockets of every single hardworking man and woman in this country? Ah, because that would be common sense. Got it. Quick time out when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program. Remember, as you suffer, it is all about political theater. I am going to read to you exactly this Al Green thing that they did. This is, they're not paying attention to us, friends. Proof in point on deck next. So I want to read you this headline from Breitbart. Remember, if you're a member of our Locals community, if you're watching our show online, you can join our Locals page. And every single day, I print out a rundown. I print it out for Newsmax, who takes the second two hours of our program live on TV. Print it out for Brock, so he knows what the heck we're doing. And we put it online. And every single story that I talk about, the link, all of this, available for you, so you can click on it, read it, Double-check me and make your own decisions. I think that's the way we move forward as a people. Be informed. Don't take my word for it. So headline, Breitbart.com. Democrats wheel in Representative Al Green after surgery for Mayorkas impeachment vote. They just absolutely outschool Republicans. Yeah, and it drives me crazy. I hate how they vote. I dislike how they think. I do not feel the way about this country the way they do. I am completely opposite to these people but it would be disingenuous to not say republicans get their butts handed to them all the time because of these people democrats reportedly brought representative al green from texas ah sorry i said new york i said kentucky he's texas into the us house on tuesday just after he had surgery i mean really they bring in a dude who had surgery So we could vote against impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, I can kind of giggle about this. But every single no vote against impeaching Alejandro Mayorkas, in my mind, is a vote in favor of child trafficking, of human trafficking. It is a vote in favor of flooding our country with people who do not belong here. It is a vote in favor of making you and your family feel very uncomfortable in broad daylight in circumstances you used to not. It is a vote in favor of drugs flooding our cities and the death rates from overdoses reaching a staggering high. If Clay Higgins is correct, 300,000 fentanyl deaths that we know of. Do you think it's going to get better or worse? Representative Green reportedly appeared in the House while still in hospital garb. To cast a surprise ballot that might have been a deciding factor in keeping Mayorkas from being impeached. It was the deciding factor. A move Republicans have been pushing for since last year. Accusing Mayorkas of refusing to comply with the law when enforcing the southern border with Mexico. Then, like a scene out of political thriller, Representative Al Green, Democrat of Texas, appeared at the last moment to cast this surprise ballot from a wheelchair wearing blue hospital clothing and tan socks. And he voted no. This is what The New York Times gleefully reported on Tuesday, Tuesday night. I don't know if it was gleeful. That was my editorial opinion there. I'm pretty sure they were. And and I have to ask, where is your where is your disconnect? Because if this administration that was doing this harm to America in such lightning fast time, if that were a Republican administration, look, I don't have enough party loyalty to go down with suck like that. Not when the collateral damage is our children. You and I can deal with a lot. Our kids deserve to grow up. They deserve to to go outside to be able to play, to be safe. They deserve to go to school, to learn, and they're not. Everything these people touch turns to dust. And there's always collateral damage. I'm done with that. This is not a game to be played. Mr. Green's vote was decisive. It tied up the measure 215 to 215 and handed a stunning defeat to Speaker Mike Johnson. This is the New York Times writing this. Green told reporters during an interview from his hospital bed. So literally, he has surgery. They ca- I'm surprised they didn't have his IV hooked up for the optics of it. They get him out of the hospital, take him to the, to the house floor. He votes, they take him back. He goes back to the hospital, checks back in, right? And then says this, I was determined to cast the vote long before. I had no idea how close it was going to be, Green said. I didn't come assuming that my vote was going to make a difference. I came because it was personal. You're right. Mr. Green, how can you... How can you okay? How can you be part of of an administration that has done so much harm? Surely you can't be insulated to all or from all of these stories. Right? So this is where my heart is today. I believe that there is something exciting on the horizon. I do. I believe that there's sometimes you just have to bottom out. You have to see what's really going on before you fully awaken and decide to take action. And I think this entire journey, this whole Joe Biden, Barack Obama, third presidency thing, we've had to bottom out. We've had to see the damage for people who are typically apathetic politically, who tend not to get involved, who rarely, if ever, vote, who certainly don't pay attention to what happens in Congress, would wake up and see what's really going on. Coming up in hour number two of the program, I wanna talk about this. The establishment's talking points have been received. You're gonna hear some very similar talking points. This is not by chance, of course. All of this is scripted. Everything. You're going to hear the puppets who are dancing on the strings. It's infuriating but necessary. And you're going to hear it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program.